0: show that delves into the mystery of mystery
1: bad dating shows and even worse dating advice
0: i'm sam Labudi,
1: and i'm andrea springer
0: and this is helpless
1: Helpless romantics Romantics. hello
0: yeah hello welcome to helpless romantics uh i'm sam
1: i'm andrea
0: uh we are both stand-up comedians we're dating dating each dating each other that's important Um, I want to note that I pushed very hard for this to be called Pickup Fartist, which I think is a much better title. I think it's very clear. Please feel free to hashtag Pickup Fartist. Get that trending, you know, get it rolling so that the powers that be know that the true name of this program should be and will eventually be Pickup Fartist. But for now, it's helpless... Romantics.
1: For now and as long as I am on the program.
0: Yes. And I'm also let's get hashtag kick andrea off the podcast trending as well. Um the whole point of this is basically well for these episodes, we're just reviewing the show uh the pickup artist, starring a man named Mystery, who is apparently a master pickup artist. We'll get into whether or not we believe that he is, uh, later, but hopefully there's a broader spectrum of um, people like this that we can make fun of in the future. I'm, I've seen more than a few of these pickup artist type people, and they're all um, equally absurd.
1: Yeah, I think the broader idea is just kind of like uh, weird dating things. Um, weird
0: dating shows, weird like pickup shows, artists, like tricks and like tips. like
1: trends, yeah. like Um.
0: But we'll get all into that hopefully later. Let's get into this show. Okay, first of all, Andrea... Describe to me right now, uh, like, the perfect guy, like, the type of guy who would sweep any girl off his feet. Like, what would he look like to you? Describe that.
1: Um, uh, I don't know. Um.
0: Would he be wearing a big fuzzy top hat? That's not, and, like. No.
1: Are
0: you sure? A big fuzzy top hat and, like, snow skiing goggles on top of the hat? Not on his eyes. (laughs) you wouldn't that wouldn't be because that's how mystery dresses oddly enough that was what I was wearing the first day we met (laughs) and it wasn't to dress like mystery that's just what like cool guys wear Um. I think clearly because that's how mystery dresses (laughs) in this television show it's
1: sort of like if you took steampunk and you took out all the Victorian elements and all the future elements
0: yeah and just left all the bad (laughs) elements yeah he looks like he's cosplaying as Jamiroquai He looks like if a dad like hired uh, like Chris Angel, like his son wanted Chris Angel to be at his birthday party, but he couldn't afford it. So he just paid $50 to some guy who kind of looks like Chris Angel to like perform magic at the party. That's what this man looks like. He looks like a very, very poor Chris Angel.
1: Yeah, and I also want to make a note that I've seen an episode of, I think it was Criminal Minds, um, yes. but it might have been like NCIS or like SVU, one of those like one procedural those, dramas, yeah. um, with a character based on Mystery the Pickup really? Art. Really? No yeah. shit. Yes.
0: Are you sure it wasn't just a true life crime documentary about a rapist? <laughs> Named mystery, and it was a real thing about him being a rapist? Because that sounds more true. No, no,
1: it was a fiction tale. <laughs> okay, a
0: fiction tale based upon mystery. I'll believe it. Um, where do we start on this show? Because I had Andrea, Um, I gave her a notepad, and I was like, write down notes for things that'll be funny. And she was just feverishly writing down things, because every, like, 20 seconds we had to pause the episode to write down because so much stuff happens.
1: There is a lot. Yeah.
0: Uh the bus they ride on is called uh destination manhood.
1: Yeah. Uh, the first thing I wrote down is that they started by saying like like, eight ordinary guys. And yeah. I was like, no.
0: No, these are very unordinary men. Um the one guy in his introduction he says, what does he say? He says, um, It's not like I want to tell the whole world that I. What is it? That I shit my pants.
1: Yeah, it says the entire world doesn't need to know I shit my pants and I'm uncircumcised.
0: Yeah. Well, first of all, the entire world doesn't need to know that. So why is that in your your introduction? And why did you just tell the entire world? Because it's not necessary for us to know who you are. Was that Spoon,
1: by the way? There's a man in this show named Spoon. That was Pradeep. Oh, that was
0: Pradeep. We have a lot of problems with Pradeep. The
1: other thing about Pradeep is that they made. An excessive display over all the other contestants, like all the other guys in the house, misunderstanding how to pronounce his name. Oh,
0: no one could get it down. They kept calling him per diem. Uh, Like, they, like, 15 minutes of this show is dedicated to
1: how difficult
0: it is to pronounce an Indian name.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Like, I got it the first time that I heard it.
0: Yeah. It was, it's pretty, uh, pretty standard. Um, but anyway, what else do we got here?
1: We have a lot. The um, oh yeah, they they started by saying um, that out of all of these men's masculine successes, there was just one thing that was el- eluding them, and I, I I thought masculine successes. Yeah,
0: and they list off a few things like they learned to shave and they learned to throw football, but they never learned how to talk to women. Yeah, like that, like this weird arbitrary like set of rules for, like, what it is to be a man, and, like, they've met all of them, but being able to talk to girls...
1: Yeah, and... And one of the things that Mystery says in kind of the, like the opening like promo situation mm-hmm. uh, is that that women have a number of attraction switches.
0: Yeah, and, I, I and, sort and of Mystery can engage all of them. Mystery he knows how to flip all of those all switches. Of By the way, real quick, I, uh, Mystery also is not alone in teaching these men. He has so. two uh, wonderful sidekicks named Get Ready, J Dog, and Matador. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah which i don't know why they they all need these names yeah
0: apparently part of like getting a girlfriend is having a ridiculous name they all sound like rejected wWf wrestlers and they look like them too yeah like that's their whole vibe and i guess spoon is already set because his there's a car- a guy i was gonna say character but there is a man in this show whose name is spoon so i guess he's already halfway there um
1: there's something that i needed to say about this. Um, there's a lot we need to say about this. To that, I think
0: we want this to be like thirty minutes, but I feel like we need I could talk for three and a half hours about the first ten minutes of this show. There's
1: a moment, um later on where mystery and one of the weird <laughs> things about mystery is that, yeah. like he makes one a lot of, the of weird things about mystery. One of the many weird things about mystery <laughs> yeah. is that he makes like, a lot of dramatic pauses, but mm. then the the thing that he ends up saying, is not dramatic yeah. or interesting. So at some point he very dramatically says while he's watching Spoon try to like pick up girls, mm-hmm. he says Spoon will need a new nickname. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, like oh, I finally figured it out. Spoon is a dumb name. We've solved the case. Which... Um, hold on. By the way, um, uh, the show's called The Pickup Artist. You don't need to watch it, probably, to hopefully listen to this podcast, but stop whatever you're doing and watch that. Like, if your wife is giving birth, tell her to put that on pause, because you need to watch this show. It's all streaming for free on Vimeo, which I didn't know still existed, but thank God it does, because we have The Pickup Artist um watch this show it's just confounding um the like the the introductions of all these characters was i think the craziest part the things that were said like so many so many weird things being said by all of these people
1: one of the things that is important for me to note and i think that Mm -hmm. this will be kind of one of the continuing things that frustrates me Mm -hmm. throughout the show is that all of these guys are in their 20s, with the mm-hmm. exception of one man yeah. who keeps saying he's a 40 year old virgin plus five years. Yeah,
0: he's 45 years old and he's thrown into this group, which I don't know, like, they were like, oh man, we really have to, like, hit that 45 year old virgin demographic. Let's put this guy on the show. I'm not sure. There is, it, it is a pretty, um,. Uh, varied groups so they got that going for them Pradeep is um an Indian man there's an Asian guy there's a fat guy they all have their like there's the um gay guy who's not gay and constantly has to say that he's not gay which means that he seems to be potentially gay not sure still haven't I really think they're out. trying
1: to play that up, though, because yeah, like when he's actually up. just kind of engaged in conversation, he mostly just seems like a person. Yeah, but
0: the first words that came out of his mouth was "ooh, a walk-in pantry." Did so, he say that? Yeah, he did say that. So you know, it's up in the air. Um. Anyway, can, uh, for we need. Okay, we're gonna jump around a little bit on where we are in the episode. Pradeep describes himself as what is it? It was a. Vagabond, um, what is it? Um,
1: hold on one second. A vagabond, po- transient mathematician. A vagabond,
0: transient mathematician, and he said that he studies OCD in mice. Which, what does that have to do with math? I think yeah. this man just sits in his basement with mice and just fondles around with them. He doesn't seem like he like that. None of it made sense. No. That's not a job title. And that has nothing to do with mice, and I don't understand what you're doing and what your life is about. You're, like, giving us... Like, he'll just say these things casually that are just insane things to say.
1: Yeah, Pradeep confuses me. I think out of all of them, we... Well, every time Like, a... a No one was
0: as confused by him as they were by his name, which they should have been more confused about him as a person, because it is all bizarre.
1: Um... No, every time his interview comes up, it says talks too much underneath his name, which Mm is, which is his problem, obviously. But I feel like there's just a whole slew of, Mm -hmm. he just seems like unhappy.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, at the beginning, um, there's like five straight minutes dedicated to, uh, Pradeep, trying to open the door to the house and failing. Like, they just hold on the shot of Pradeep not being able to understand how to open the door to the house, which yeah. was, I, I guess, supposed to be comedic. I'm not really sure what it was supposed to be. Yeah, they said... Um, he,
1: they, it's like over... It's, it's over an interview of him talking about his dating life and he says that he's frustrated and confused, but they mm. overlay that over the shot of him trying yeah. to open the door, which makes it seem like he's frustrated and confused by the door.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and so they finally they're sitting around, they're all getting to know each other. Uh one of the dudes is punching the fat man in his belly, I guess, to get him psyched up, which uh, is a technique I have never heard of, but maybe it works. I'll have to give it a shot. Anyhow, it sort they're of, sitting around. It sort
1: of broke my heart at that moment because he said, okay, now I feel really self-conscious.
0: Yeah, well, no shit. When one guy comes up to you and says, hey, let me punch that fat-ass belly of yours for a while, it kind <laughs> of, it's not going to make you feel great about <laughs> yourself. <laughs> but anywho, they're waiting around, and then they finally get a phone call from Mystery, who wants them to meet him in what looks like some kind of weird abandoned warehouse. I don't know where they meet him, but they meet him there, and he's there with J-Dog and Matador, who we meet. Um, Matador is just a normal-looking kind of guy. He's not as absurd as Mystery and J-Dog. J-Dog has, like, a fur jacket on, and, like, Bleach blonde hair with, like, weird, like, random black streaks in it. It looks like he bleached his hair and then, like, fell into, like, a bucket of paint. Like, it's not, like, it's not, like, set up in his hair, like, coordinated. It's just random splotches of black on his head. Yeah. yeah. The
1: only thing that J-Dog really has going for him is an accent.
0: <laughs> oh, J-Dog has a very nice, like, British
1: accent, is I don't know it? if it's British or Australian. Yeah. I think it's which, one of those.
0: Which probably is, like what's i'm like i'm sure in his head he's thinking like hey man you just got to get a black streak in your hair that's all it takes but it's like no it's probably that cool accent you got cuz that works as far as i've heard um before we get
1: too far ahead i do want to try to introduce um the other characters that we have met um I can't these are the remember. boys in the house um one of them's name is Scott and he's like the kind of nerdy one with glasses mm. um and when he smiles he looks kind of like a shark um, and every time it, <laughs> every time it cuts to an interview with him underneath his name, it says stutters when talking to women.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but he also just seems like very okay. Here's the thing that kind of breaks my heart about the this show: is right. that they all seem like genuinely kind of decent human beings. That mystery is going to turn into like.
0: Oh, the whole point is to turn them into garbage people. magicians. Basically, yes. it's like let me dress you up like a shitty magician, yep. and then make you like treat women poorly, and like that's basically the end goal, isn't it? Of this yes. entire show, yeah. Um, it's the whole show is, by the way, sponsored by Virgin Mobile, which is, which is hilarious. hilarious. That is, that is a good bit, I guess. If that was their <laughs> intention, which I assume it must have been. Um, Another. yeah, they ask who are the virgins, and surprisingly, not all of them are virgins. Um, Pradeep, I'm assuming, uh, was wondering if, uh, mice counted in his <laughs> verona, because it seems like he spends most of his time with mice and not women. Also, okay, and then uh, we gotta, like, jump ahead to where, um, cause we'll jump around. The, basically, like, the big, like... Task they have to do is to go into a bar and just talk to girls. That's it. And there's dramatic music, and it's like you're gonna go in and talk to girls.
1: Yeah, and, then, and again, mystery, um, dramatic. Pradeep walks
0: in, and he's like, "My strategy, my strategy and technique is to talk to men because I'm afraid he, to talk to women." He says, <laughs> and, he like, says, and that's, there's a very
1: good reason for this. And I'm like, "Oh, he's gonna like learn how the strategy. men got to know the women." Yeah, and then technique. he says. It's because, because I'm, I'm afraid, afraid to, to talk, talk to, to women.
0: women. Which is not a technique. It seems like you... And I'm not sure what you think.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> you, then there's you learn Brady. you learned that in
0: Vagabond Transient Mathematician yes. School? Is yes. that one of the techniques? There's
1: Brady, who seems like he shouldn't have as much of a problem but he does sort of look like a serial killer he's like, but he looks yeah, like an attractive like, serial like, killer like yeah, a ted bundy like, yeah uh, you,
0: are you telling me you're a sexually attracted ted bundy no i was is saying it, that ted podca- bundy's okay. whole thing
1: was that he was an attractive man okay this
0: podcast is about to turn into a whole different thing which is why are you sexually attracted ted bundy and is that your fetish <laughs> do you want me to dress up as ted bundy when we make love we' don't, oh no, um I felt like every time we saw mystery, he, he was like at the end when he was done talking, he was gonna disappear in a puff of smoke like he yeah. has that vibe um,
1: it's
0: it's it's very odd
1: yeah when when the when the group of men get the, mm, the they get a phone call uh, via Virgin mobile, I would assume. From Mystery, where yeah. he calls them and he talks to them on speakerphone, which just seems like a very weird 90s game show thing, or too early Yeah, 2000s. no,
0: this, this whole thing reeks, I can't, like, it reeks of a time period, but I can't place it, because there's yeah. a cell phone, but it looks like 1997, but also, it's like, so, well, first of all, a lot of them, Mystery and his friends, are dressed, not of any time period, no. they are dressed in an alternate time period of their own where they exist outside of time and space where furry hats are cool and hip and sexy.
1: And, and again, I would kind of describe that as like steampunk in a vacuum.
0: Yeah. But is it, I don't know. It's like, it's not, it's not anything. I don't want to give it credit and like attribute it to anything. It's an insult to steampunk, which is stupid to say that he is steampunk. Um, they point out like their insecurities and things and the one guy who's fat, his major insecurity is is um, that he has a kind of droopy eye and that one, he has a fake tooth that will glow under black light and it's like how often do you find yourself in a situation where you're talking to girls in a black light room and they notice your weird tooth? Like, like right. that's your main insecurity. You are three hundred pounds. Not to yeah. say that being, you know, but like it was odd that that was just very specific. Um, you know.
1: Then there's also Alvaro,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, who. His whole thing is like, I'm a good-looking guy. I just freeze up when I talk to women. Yeah, he is
0: a good-looking guy, too. Um, Weird eyebrows, though. Uh, He's very in shape. He's constantly seen doing push-ups and things. And you think that he's like, oh, he's actually going to be kind of like... He's got something going for him. He's going to be confident. But he goes in and, like, doesn't talk to any of the girls. Um, Now, what Pradeep is looking for is... And get ready. Everyone just... Whatever... Just really... Let this sink in. Pradeep says he is looking for a woman who is moderately Jewish in appearance. Yeah. Everything about him is just off. Like, he... Like, I was kind of rooting for him because I was like, oh, it sucks Like that no one knows his name and can get it right. Like, that's got to be, like, annoying. Like, I'm sure that's his whole life. But no, I hate Pradeep now. Yeah. I don't know what his deal is. Everything about him is, like, very unsettling.
1: Yeah, that was weird. Um, Again, there's also Spoon, and Spoon is the Mm -hmm. Asian guy who does a weird caricature, like a racist caricature of of a Japanese Japanese person. person? The most
0: racist thing that happens is a Japanese person doing a caricature of a Japanese person, which is surprising. (laughs) Uh, It's just weird, and then after that... Um, Al, Alvaro or whatever his name in comes up and he's like are you excited for tonight man in five hours you're gonna have a bunch of hot blondes touching your ass and your nipples and shit which is is, is, that, that, the goal? is that the goal wait is that like is that the like end goal of like the contest it's like Whoever can get their nipples touched by the most women wins $50,000. Like, oh,
1: yeah. Did we mention that you, for and the way that Mystery frames it is kind of weird because he says, a check from me for $50,000. Like, and I was Mystery's, like, I don't think that's coming from Mystery. No,
0: Mystery, I don't think you have $50,000. If you did, you would dress better than you do. Um... Uh, And a lot of, like, the goals they set for these people are, like, very, very, like, weird and, like, minimal. But they set them up dramatically. Like, Mystery says, like, a lot of these guys will fail talking to these girls. But a few lucky ones might. And then there's a dramatic pause. And he says, keep them engaged for a short period of time. Like, that, like, like, the goal is so minute. It's, like... The big hope is that they might be able to, like, get two sentences out of a woman, which makes sense once you watch them try and talk to girls, because one guy walks up and says, oh, hey, I'm I'm from New Orleans, and she goes, oh, I'm Cajun, and you think, wow, this is going to go pretty good, and the first words that come out of his mouth are, how did your family do in Katrina?
1: And that was Fred and Fred is the 45 year old <laughs> 45 year old
0: person, is person yeah. and Fred is
1: really the one in this show for me that but, takes it from but, like a, okay this is like kind of like a quirky way to do like a dating show yeah. and it turns it into something that's very sad
0: yeah it's very sad but like who's the, that's like if I walked up to a girl and I was like hey how about 9/11 <laughs> like how about all those people that died in 9/11 yeah it's just like you can kind of understand why the bar is set so low for their goals when you really see them kind of interact. Um, my god. This is just, um, so weird. And, like, one of the guys was happy that a girl turned him down and didn't punch him, which indicates to me that maybe in the past, when he talks to women, they punch him in the face. Yeah, and that was
1: Joe, and that was the one who. Who, Everyone thinks thinks he's gay. Yeah. Um.
0: God. And there's, like, all kinds of, um,. Like, pop-ups that will come up for, like, their, like, code words where they're, like, oh, he's not keeping the thread, and it'll pop up, like, thread uh, line of conversation. Or, like, oh, man, he's, he doesn't know how to work the two-set. And then it says two-set, and then under it says two people. Yeah. <laughs> or just, just all these, like, code words that don't need, like, you you can just say, like, they're, like, one step away from the thing you're trying to say. They're right. not really code words. It's just mystery is obsessed with like codes and nicknames and like m- you know mysterious yeah. things. I guess that's mysterious that makes sense that his name pauses. is the and dramatic pauses.
1: Here's and something that I wanted to talk about kind of at length. Um, mystery is <laughs> not per- a particularly smooth person himself.
0: No, he at a lot of points is awkward. At one point, says um, when he's watching one of the guys, the guy goes up and says, "Hi, my name's Scott" or whatever, and he goes. Oh man! You're supposed to uh, save exchanging names for a later part of the conversation. Yeah, he's it's like a later
1: phase. A later
0: phase. It's like no. If you if if you just walked up to someone and started talking to them for 20 minutes and never said like hi, I well first of all I guess I get why he doesn't do it because if you walk up to someone and say hi, I'm mystery, they will run and call the police on you. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um. And he, and at a certain point, they they do a thing where um mystery and matador and jay dog are showing them how it's done mm-hmm. as it were yeah and mystery just keeps saying well if we want to do that you'll b- have to buy me dinner first mm-hmm. and
0: or buy me a drink
1: yeah you'll have to buy me a drink and my reaction just keeps being like okay so he she already showed them the one move in his bag of tricks that's yeah. all he knows how to do <laughs> yeah um It was kind of painful to watch them, and I think that there had to be, like, a lot of, like, directing of the quote-unquote non-actor girls in the club to be like, you have to find him really attractive.
0: Yeah, where it's like... Hey, this guy is going to walk in here and he's going to look like garbage and act like garbage. And you're going to have to act like you want to fuck that guy. Yeah. And we'll pay you a lot of money to do it. I know that you're not going to want to because, again, he looks and acts like garbage. But please pretend that you find this man attractive. Yeah. Um... He, like, whips out... He, like, takes off his hat and, like, flows his hair and they do it... Like, there's many slow-motion shots of Mystery and his, like, Matador gang. um, Where, like, every time they, like, do anything, it's, like, slow motion, like, to show how cool they are. Um, At one point, they're watching the fat guy and they're um, giving him shit for how he's dressed. Which, by the way, these motherfuckers should not be allowed to give anyone shit for how they're dressed. (laughs) But what they... Then, um, the fat guy walks by another fat guy in the club... And he's like, see, this guy's similar size, but he knows how to dress to, like, wear it. He looks hip and cool. This man was wearing, like, a Kangol hat. He looked like a background extra from, like, Electric Boogaloo, Breaking 2.
1: Yeah, to me he looked like a newsie.
0: Yeah, like, he had, like, a weird cap on. And then, like, he he looked like LL Cool J, like, but, like, ten years after LL Cool J was cool. Like, so, like, it's just, like, it was, like, that was their, like pinnacle of like cool was this fat dude in a Kangol hat and like he looked like he was wearing a shirt very similar to the other guy like oh like you said this before mm-hmm. it's all hats
1: yeah no like, I think that that's the secret to mysteries yeah
0: thing. because you have to wear a hat like because the only difference between these two guys seemed to be that the one guy was wearing a hat also a lot of people in this uh, crowd were wearing hats it seemed like it was like essential in whatever year this is to have like a bedazzled jeweled covered hat. Apparently, that was in which I must have missed because <laughs> I've never seen something like that before.
1: Yeah, I was really brought back to the, like the early two thousands with this show, um, mostly in remembering how much I disliked the phase of time where every man wore polos.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, and but but like oversized polos, like yeah. every outfit that anyone is wearing in this show is like one to two sizes too large for them. And a lot, a lot, a lot of polos. Just a lot of polos. Just a lot of polo action going on. Um, my god. Like so much, so much just happened. Um, Spoon at one point goes up to a woman and somehow the conversation gets into her, like, health?
1: Yeah, he asks he asks well, first, he's, he starts off with the, the rather smooth line, do you drink liquor? Yeah. And she said, I'm on a diet, not for weight loss, but for health. And yeah. he says, oh, do you have poor health?
0: Yeah. And she goes, there's a few things I'd like to fix. And he goes, like what? Tell me. Like, list off your health <laughs> problems. And she's like, that's a not polite conversation. And she walks away, obviously. Um, so, like, in mystery's defense, like, these guys are are shitty with women and proud and could use up like I don't doubt that whatever mystery is going to tell them to do is like it can't be any worse than what they're doing because what they're doing is awful
1: no but I, I disagree with you it's there I think be, it, it could be, be worse because it will be make them into bad people yeah it,
0: it's going to be like misogynistic and horrible and it's going to be like hey baby show me those sweet boobs Ooh, <laughs> or whatever. sweet nipples yeah. and ass <laughs> <hands> and shit <laughs> yeah no but like I'm serious like I feel like there's only, like, this show only ran for one season. I think about ten episodes. I don't doubt that by about season five, someone will drop the line, hey, baby, show me those sweet boobs. This is the type of show we're watching. I feel like that's in the realm of possibility. It's
1: possible. Um, I have a question for you. Yes. Who is your favorite to win?
0: Who's my favorite to win? Uh, that assumes that I have a favorite in that I like any of them. Um,
1: well, who do you think uh, will win at this season? the guy,
0: you know what, they should... Um, I don't want to give any spoilers because at the end they show like clips of the rest Mm -hmm. of the season and it seems like Joe is constantly like macking on Mm -hmm. tons of ladies so
1: but but here's the thing about that is I think that both Scott and Brady end up looking like Joe because Scott loses the glasses and Brady oh, goes blonde. And, they,
0: and and the next episode, I think, is the makeover episode, which, which I cannot wait for. I mean, we got hints of it in the um, preview for, like, the upcoming season. Um, a lot of bleach and a lot of hair. Um, let's see. Oh, God. Um, oh, and by the way, when we said, like, the joke was, like, oh, they look like shitty magicians. And then Matador walks up to her girl and he's like... Hey, pick a number between one and four. And it's like, oh, he's do, Oh, he is a magician. He's doing magic. Which,
1: as a side note, Sam does love magicians and magic. Okay,
0: listen. In defense of magic, magic is amazing. And I know it gets a bad rep... But magic is cool, but not like whatever Matador is doing. I'm talking about some David Blaine type shit. All right, I'm not talking about Chris Angel. I'm not talking about Matador. I think magic is cool and Andrea is stupid. So
1: if Sam Louboutin was a girl in a bar, yeah, and oh, that, oh, a that guy would... started, inv- and oh. a guy started,
0: oh, that would work like hand over fist on me. I would be wet. It would be a flood warning down there, if you know what I, I mean. Know. This is getting raunchy. Is this? Do we want this podcast <laughs> to be this type of podcast? Should it? Should it get raunchy? Should I not say flood warning in reference to wet vaginas? And
1: we can always hold up. We can always edit We can always edit, can always edit this out. <laughs> but, I do, but I do. feel the need to say that, the, that I am fat. <laughs> Before before we get hate for just keep constantly referring to that one dude whose name I forgot oh, is the fat oh, guy
0: do we wait do we wait do you really feel like wait, I wait, do we need to preface this by saying don't worry, guys, we 're both fat. <laughs> this reminds me of a joke I have, which is that I believe that I'm allowed to make fun of other fat people. Andrea disagrees uh, disagree. he totally disagreed, but the joke was that I feel like there's like a brothership there between me and other fat people if I make fun of another fat guy. The end of the day, we'll both be at the same Chinese buffet trying to see how long we can stay before they kick us out, and that's <laughs> kind of what we've got. You know, we're in this together. I'm very and I fat think,
1: positive,
0: okay, and I'm very fat positive too. In that, hey, we're both fat, it's funny, and we look like shit. Haha, ha, you're fat, I'll make fun of you, and you make fun of me, we're both fat, let's eat this food. We don't look like shit. I look like shit. He doesn't um. <laughs> look like
1: shit. We're gonna edit all of this
0: out. <laughs> no, we're not. I've just, okay, you, you're, you you say that as if you think that I am um, not so lazy that I'm just gonna upload <laughs> this as is, which is what's gonna happen. No. There will be no editing of this oh, no. at all.
1: I'll edit um,
0: it. Oh my god, um... Oh, man, they're all so impressed by Mystery and Matador and J Dog.
1: Well, and here's the thing is that there's moments of this show that uh, the point is to kind of show how like cool and sexy Mystery is, yeah. but it creates a lot of like homoerotic tension.
0: Um, <laughs> in wait, in what way?
1: Like. <laughs> They walk you? In, no. No, I said homoerotic tension. Yeah,
0: well, I don't know.
1: Like, I said, they, like, they walk into this, like, warehouse thing where they're meeting yeah. him for the first oh, this, time. This and he all, kind of, like, slowly oh, turns yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, and they're yeah, yeah. all no. in awe of him.
0: Whoever directed this show used to do gay porn, for yeah. sure. Like, <laughs> like the entire crew it all came from the homosexual pornography industry. It's all, like, weird, like, misty lighting and stuff. Yeah. And, like, glistening shots of Mystery's hair flowing in slow-mo um freaking my god there, we're we're reaching pretty much pretty much uh most we've got pretty much most of it I feel like we're missing some key stuff but um oh in the preview for the rest of the season there's like everyone is crying there's a lot of <laughs> They're crying all crying and it's which that's Uh, I mean, they seem like sensitive guys, but you wouldn't... I mean, literally, there's a shot of every single individual, one of them crying, and then multiple of them crying together in, like, crying hugs, and, like, crying, like, group situations. It's it's interesting. I think
1: one of the first big dramatic elements will be um, Pradeep's dissatisfaction with the show, because it seems like there's going to be some issues. Yeah,
0: no, Pradeep doesn't look like he's long for this world... Um, well, the world of mystery, I suppose. Yeah, hopefully I mean. he's still alive hopefully he's and
1: still well. Alive. Pr- yeah, yeah. Tweet at us. We'd love to have you yeah. on the show.
0: Pr- Pradeep, please tweet at us. Um, I will, yeah. we will, We will. will. I'll interview Pradeep. Why not? I've got, I've got time. It I've sounds like time. he
1: loves to talk.
0: Is he, yeah, he does love to talk. I will ask him about his mice. Mm. Um, where are we at here? Um, I think that's... Just about it. I feel like there's something important I had to say about his fuzzy hat. But we'll get to it in the next episode because he wears it all the time. So I, I have plenty of time to talk about it. I
1: just want to officially go on record as yes. saying that my favorite is Spoon.
0: Your favorite is Spoon? See, I haven't developed a favorite like my inclination is towards the fat guy, whose name I cannot remember. But that's just because, you know, like like I said, there is a there's a there's a fat brothership. I want him to succeed with his fatness,
1: <laughs> he just genuinely seems like a sweetheart. And he
0: seems like a yeah. He seems like like actually like Scott, just a nice guy. Scott
1: seems like a nice guy, even See, though he you does know have the shark you remember smile. the
0: names more. Like Sh- I remember Spoon and Pradeep for obvious reasons because they're interesting names. The rest of them just all kind of like I know I like I remember them but I doubt their names. Um. Anyway, this is pretty much the end of the episode. I think.
1: Yep, Um, Um, this is Helpless Romantics.
0: Helpless Romantics, yes. Um, We will get into episode two of The Pickup Artist, Uh, I guess, next time. Uh, Thanks for listening. I guess if you did, please watch this show, because I'm sure uh, some of this is just going to sound insane if you've never seen this show, and I don't think you'll believe that what we're saying is true unless you watch it for yourself. But trust us, it's real, and it is weird. So that's Andrea and Sam signing off for Helpless Romantics, episode one. We did it!
1: We did it! Yeah!